We're a society that runs on electricity. And as we become more dependent on our electronic devices, sensors, and monitors, energy blackouts and energy rate hikes can majorly impact all types of organizations out there, whether that's hospitals, large businesses, governments, municipalities, all sorts. And for these organizations, they need a better solution, especially during this time of flux when we're making this energy transition from fossil fuels to renewable. And one such solution that's being tested right now is really exciting and is microgrids. And my business partner, Cliff, went to investigate this solution further by talking with Laura Sellers, an executive from Green Structure. And they help major organizations create their microgrids on site with no capital overlay. And it's exactly when they need it most. Without having to pay outrageous energy prices that cut deep into their bottom lines or experiencing blackouts. So make sure that you listen to this entire episode as you won't want to miss how microgrids are another amazing solution to make the world more sustainable. You're here for another dose of climate positivity on the Green Business Impact Podcast. Here we highlight the amazing work of green businesses from around the world that are fighting against climate change. If you are ready to be inspired to take action, ready to hear some amazing examples of how we are working to fight the climate crisis, then stay tuned because this week's episode will be the perfect hit of climate positivity. Great. Can you tell me a little summary about your company and what you do? Yes. So I'm the director of sales for Green Structure. And our company's been around a little more than two years. And we are a bunch of executives that got together, some from Schneider Electric, that had a lot of experience in the microgrid space. And they came over and started Green Structure. And we are backed by Blackstone, ClearGen, which is part of Blackstone portfolio. And they gave us pretty much a half billion dollars of money to go find the perfect customers. So that's exactly what we're doing. So we're mainly targeting in California, New York, Texas, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Maryland, and New Jersey. So that's our tier one markets. Anyway, so what we're doing right now is looking for, of course, the perfect customer. That perfect customer looks like somebody who has an energy spend of about 30000 a month, 25000 to 30000 on up, and they own their site. Hopefully they have multiple sites. Food manufacturers are perfect. We just signed six bimbo bakeries. We also signed Replogen. Replogen has many locations throughout the United States. And we're about ready to sign some larger customers. And the next week, I can't say who, but one being a very large makeup company and the other one being a very large producer of wine. So how about that? And yeah, pretty exciting stuff. We are working diligently to move these forward. And what we do is we really design, build, own, and operate the microgrids on the location. So with that, we have a platform and we're able to lower and figure out where the demand charges are really costing the customer a lot of money. And so we have the technology to be able to go in there and actually set those peaks and save them money. And that's how we get paid. And then also have some savings on the overall consumption on the overall bill. So we're able to lower it there as well. And with that, of course, it also helps them hit their sustainability targets. So we can usually bring down their 
their greenhouse gases by about 25%. That's about the average that we're seeing. And of course, that helps them hit their sustainability targets and lines up with a lot of their top-down initiatives and the sustainability goals right now that a lot of companies are trying to achieve. So this is one of the fastest ways for a company to achieve their sustainability target is by putting in a microgrid. Then there's, of course, with not having any capital outlay, that makes it very manageable and we handle everything for them. So we take them from A to Z and we build it on premise and operate it. We take care of all the maintenance, like I said, and we give them a wonderful platform so they can actually go into this platform over the internet or at the facility. And at that time, they can pull real-time data and they can pull reports. So that's fantastic for them. They can pull those for the board. They can pull those for their monthly and they can see exactly their energy consumption to the minute. So that is what Green Structure does. That's awesome. Great. Hold on one second. I'm going to get a fan. It's too hot in here. You're in Los Angeles. Yeah. And I have friends in Texas in Austin and it was 111 this week in Texas. Oh my God. 111. So in Texas, we're helping with resiliency and we can help with resiliency for companies. And that is a big target right now. Of course, they're dealing with extreme temperatures and that is one place that green structure can help. I'd like to actually mention that the green structure can help a company with their capacity by 30%. So bringing on a microgrid can really help adjust their capacity concerns, which is a big concern moving into EV. So a lot of these companies have that in their future goals that they would like to bring on EVs. They're not getting the capacity that they need from the local utilities because the local utilities just do not have it. So how do they tackle that challenge? And this is one of the best ways for them to tackle that challenge is to actually have a microgrid on premise. Yeah, I really see how that makes a lot of sense. So back to my question about you. So I have an interesting background. I was with General Motors and I helped start a wonderful program called Operation Conquest. And we were going after other brands, I guess you could say, and trying to build back up the commercial sector for General Motors. And I was there for a good while. And then from there, I went over to Wabash and I was the Western director for Wabash Trucks, bodies and the body business. And during that time, we had some of the first BYD electric trucks that came into our factory plant. And it was really interesting to me. And I was concerned about some of the safety that went around having electric vehicles on your premise. And so I've started to learn a lot more about the electric trucks and EVs. And that kind of led me down the road to learn more about the EVs and have passion about, okay, what can we do here? And then I was with a couple of different startups, of course, during COVID. And then I landed with SREC Trade. With SREC Trade, I was there for about six months and learned about all the different rebates that were available for vehicles and for forklifts and for EVs and all those different things that really help companies save money. And then from SREC Trade, I came over to Green Structure. So here I am and just absolutely love this company so far. And it's exciting. It's exciting what we're doing. There's a lot of excitement around a microgrid when people are very serious about it and they have goals that they need to have met. We can help achieve that. That sounds like a great solution to their primary problem. Because if you don't have energy, you don't have, if it gets hot, your energy grid goes down, you can't, you can't function. 
Exactly. Nowadays, people are actually learning what that's like when the electricity goes off. It's amazing. Well, and the charges around it too, to yeah. help with resiliency. And I know companies that were in Texas, that are in Texas, that got hit with $90,000 bills for the deep freeze that occurred in one month. Yeah. So you can see how that would really cut into your margins. Yeah. And if it stayed that way, you'd be unsustainable. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Unsustainable is true. What's your company's position on the climate crisis and what role does the company play in response to it? We feel that by putting in microgrids, we really are doing our part and bringing down the greenhouse gases for companies by our goal is 20% across the board. So we are seeing that our systems do that. They do that quite well. And we feel very confident that, of course, is better for the environment and it's doing its part. Yeah, it's going to take many solutions. So I have another question, but does the microgrid, if how you have these peaks and valleys of the, uh, if you're hooked up to the larger grid and, Correct. and it goes, it peaks and it drops, it's, it has. Uh, Those are called microgrid. demand charges. Does the microgrid system even out the roller coaster? That is correct. So that's what I was discussing about how we can go in with our technology and set the demand charges. I see. Demand charges are what you see the peaks, the highs and the lows. And so we are able to figure out exactly when those peaks and those heavy loads are occurring by doing an analysis. Mm. And with that, we are able to set our system to create less highs and lows, which of course that is how we get paid so we would save a customer money during that time period that they would normally have a higher fee. Mm -hmm. And that is how we save them money. And then we get paid out of that. So that is exactly how we take care of the demand charges. That's what those are called. Every bill will have a charge for electricity and then also their demand charge fee. So that's exactly what we do. Very cool. It is very cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I love to see it on the chart too. So when you get the platform that we provide, you're able to see those actual highs and lows and it tracks that. So that is part of the reporting that a company would have with us. Yeah. I heard you talking about that earlier and thought, oh, if they could actually see what's happening all at any time yeah. they want to, that's a great transparency. Correct. Reassurance constantly. And the nice thing about our platform is that they can, like I said, they can dial in, get into it from their home office. So if they've got five facilities or eight facilities mm -hmm. and they're overseeing all these different facilities, they can pull reports, real-time data at any given time, 24 seven. And then if they need maintenance, that's something that we can, they can schedule right on that platform as well. That's really great. That's what this technology is for. So you exactly. can get the information that you need in a very easy way, basically. Exactly. And a lot of them, and what's great about the platform too, is we can add assets. So as they bring on, maybe they need a new gen set, right? Maybe they need EVs coming online. So they can build on our platform as well. So they can add additional assets as they grow which is beautiful for companies because they're growing and changing constantly. And we both know that the EV, you're going to start with a few chargers, but it's going to grow. You're going to need Exactly. More. Especially yeah. as they start taking delivery of these medium duty to large right. vehicles in the commercial space. So you're going to see more and more EVs coming online. Yes. So expansion is all part of the program, which is the- Absolutely. Way. 
Awesome. So you told me earlier what your perfect prospect for your company was. Where do you go look for them? Where do we go look for them? We actually have a lot of channel partners that we work with. And of course, just being in the green business, a lot of people do reach out to us on LinkedIn or through email on our website. And we're doing a pretty good job of getting in front of the right customers. Like I said, we're really engaged with a lot of bio, food and bev, and we're starting to see a lot more in the hospitality sector and also colleges. It's really across the board right now, but anybody that's looking to really hit their targets in their sustainability goals, this is one of the, like I said, this is one of the easiest ways for them to achieve these goals. So it's really opening them up to, to understanding that they can do this and that there's no capital needed. So a lot of times they say, okay, what's the catch? And we say there is no, the biggest catch is that they do have to become a partner. They need to be a partner with us because we can't do this alone. This does take a partnership. It takes a commitment because we are doing, we're very involved with their energy spend and their future spend. And we can help monetize that for them in the future. Yeah, so so you probably need a time commitment because you have to set up a lot of things also. We we do. So our typical is 25 years. However, we do offer other options after we start discussing the energy service agreement. Great, thanks. What's been the biggest struggle trying to connect with your potential to market your company online and social? The biggest struggle, I think, is just for people to understand that it's different. It's different than having regular PV. So if they've looked at solar or they've had solar in the past, it might not have penciled out for them. It might not have, it might've been a maintenance struggle or just very expensive. So a lot of times they don't understand what a microgrid really is and how it functions. And what we are doing is we actually have two products called Signature and Ultimate. And Signature is mainly PV with a battery backup system. And then that platform that I've been discussing. And Ultimate actually helps them with EV, with resiliency, with adding more assets to the system in the future. So those are our two offerings. What have been your biggest successes so far? Our biggest success so far has been Bimbo's Bakeries. Bimbo's is the largest bakery in the United States. And so that is a big accomplishment. We also have been helping in Maryland, some of the infrastructure at MoCo. And we have a microgrid in place for the city. And we're working on one right now, another one and another addition. So that's exciting. Anytime we can help a city be more efficient, I feel that is futuristic. That's really important for the company. To me, it lets me open the doors to a lot of other cities. And there's a lot of cities out there right now that have green initiatives. They're really trying to press down on their customers, both retail and commercial, that they need to make some changes. To me, that's very exciting. I was talking with a colleague yesterday, and we were discussing about how the different cities in California are really pushing. This is a perfect company for them to partner up and understand the value here for their customers and for the city itself. So that's exciting. It is. I think it's a great system that you're offering them. What, what are your goals for the future for this year? 
for the next, this last half of this year? We would like to achieve, of course, building as many microgrids as we possibly can. And we're about ready to sign several large contracts right now. And with those, you'll be seeing some awesome headlines from us. And we will be in front of some big factories pretty soon. And that is going to make a big change. That's very exciting. What would be your number one tip for a green company? You guys are a green company. For a green company to market online or social media, if you had that. Number one tip? Yeah, for marketing. I think you just need to have a presence You need to have a presence online. You need to, of course, really know your message. You need to keep it simple. I think it's important for people to understand there's so much information out there. It's constantly changing. I think being consistent and having a clear roadmap of your company is important. I completely agree. A confused buyer does not buy. Exactly. Exactly. So if somebody watching this wants to get in touch with you, what is the best way for them to do so? They can get in touch with us online on our website at greenstructure.com. They can contact myself at laura.sellers at greenstructure.com. And you can find us all on LinkedIn. Fantastic. Uh, We'll have a banner of all those things. Okay, that'd be great. Thank you so much for this interview today. I really appreciate it. And I learned a lot about your company. Thank you, Cliff. I appreciate having me. You're very welcome. And if you enjoyed listening to Laura Sellers and Cliff explore how microgrids are making companies more sustainable, I invite you to check out this interview with organic heat exchangers who has a unique technology that can increase the efficiency and decrease the cost to cooling large buildings by up to 80%. So don't miss out on this technology that's not coming in five years, but is here right now. So make sure you go check out Organic Heat Exchangers. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Green Business Impact Podcast. We hope you enjoyed hearing your weekly dose of climate positivity. In a world that constantly inundates you with the negative things happening, it can be great to take a break and hear some great things happening in the world. Make sure to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app to stay up to date with the latest and best interviews of the top minds in the green industries. And if you are interested in taking your green business to the next level, consider checking out our Business Creativity Mastermind linked in the show notes below to harness the power of creativity and innovation to 10x your business. Thanks again, and we can't wait to see you back here next time for another hit of Climate Positivity.